Shabbat Avkuf Chafbet, the last thing we were discussing was killing snakes and scorpions on Shabbat, in what situation, how it would be mutar, and we said, you know, you're allowed to do it by making believe uh, you're stepping on it by accident sort of thing, we try to do it Beshinui, and we ended off with the story, how Ababar uh, Marta, he owed Maritreshkelta, they were bothering him, uh, I guess the, they say it was it was for the tax money, and then they found that he was a tamid hacham, so they said let him go. With that, we're starting on kufchaf aleph amud bet, two lines from the bottom, where it says amar bi abba in the middle of the line. Amar bi abba ba kana amar bi hanina pamotot shel bet ribi, the, the candlesticks of bet ribi of Rabbi of Rabbi Akadosh mutar tatanam shabbat. He allowed carried on shabbat. Amar le ribi zera benitalim beado ahat or bishteyadaim. Are we talking about the small ones that you carry with one hand or with the big ones that you, you need two hands? We're now starting Kufchaf Bet. Amar le keotan shel bet avicha. And like the small ones that you have in your parents' house. And Rabbeinu Hananel says that we don't have an answer for the for what's the rule with the big ones, the ones that you need two hands. And Tosfot says opposite. He told them they were talking about the big ones that you're allowed to carry. And uh, it's a mahlokit. And it would, it also, it is also, the mahlokit was also on the flamet hay. If you want to continue, look over there. Ve'amar bi abba bar kana amar bi hana keronot shel bet rebi mutal telan b'shabbat. The wagons that carry people on, are you allowed to carry on Shabbat? Amar le rebi zera benitalim v'adam echad or b'shte v'ne adam. We talk about the wagons that you can carry, that one person can carry, or you need even the ones that are big. You need two people. Amar le kiltan shel bet avicha, like the small ones by your father, and not the big ones. And the Rishonim again uh, might argue on how they exp- interpret that piece. He let them drink wine in wagons of a goy. There was only one seal, and he didn't know why. That you're allowed to drink wine that only had one seal that was by, that was by a goy, or maybe because the, you know Rabbi was because there's Rabbi allowed it because only in this situation because they're scared of Rabbi because he you know he was in charge with the with the, with the, the king and he knew that he had connections, so they they realized don't mess with this guy's wine. So we're not sure did he hold that one seal is okay with the goy or did he hold the dafka when they're scared. Now, the next Mishnah is going to talk about if a Goy already did the Melacha, am I allowed of Hana'a or not? So, Nukhri Shedlik Etaner, a Goy lit the candle for himself. Mishtamesh Doro Israel, a Jew could use that light. Ve'imish Vesabri, if he lit the candle for Israel, Asur, he's not allowed to use it. Midrabanan. And we are not worried that the Jew is going to come to light the candle by himself because. Whenever we're worried about like a, a sohet situation or something that, that the Jew might come to do the melacha himself, that's a small melacha, but something that is uh, something that is uh, so blatantly asur, no Jew is going to come to do it if a goy already did it. And the Rosh, along those lines, explains that only in a place where a person can make a mistake, then hachamim or gozer. And the Tosafot mentions... That if a goy did a melacha for Israel, it's asur for others Israels also. The only exception would be is if he brought something from outside the tchum, and uh, that is uh, 
that is uh, interesting in itself. The poskim discussed that if a goy brought something from outside, in a few places with the the gabe the mail, the uh, gabe cooking on Shabbat, shinud head. In the beginning, they mentioned uh, if the goy mentioned brought something from outside at home. Okay, so now uh, back to the Mishnah. Midle ma'im lehashkot behemto. The goy filled up water uh, from Meshut Arabim, and he came to give uh, his animal water. Mashkeh harav Israel. So he puts it into the bucket. He puts the water in the bucket. He puts it in front of the animal. The, the goy's animal finishes. The Jew's animal can come and drink. Ve'im bishvil Israel asur. And if he brought it for Israel uh, for a Jew, then his animal is not allowed to drink from it. A goy made a ramp to get off a boat. A Jew could go right after him. But if he did it for the Jew, Asur. The elderly rabbis were coming down a boat. And a goy made a ramp. Since the goy did it for himself, it wasn't a problem. And you need these three cases. The goy lighting the candle, the goy bringing the water, and the ramp. Why do I need all three cases? The ashma'ina ner. If you would have only told me about the candle. The light of one candle is good for one person, good for a hundred person, and we're not worried that he's going to add for Israel. He just turns on the light once and that's it. With water, maybe we'll add more water for your animal. So therefore, he needed to mention the the, uh, the Kevish situation also, that if he did it for himself, it's mutar. So then why do need a third case with the ramp? Say, well, of course, we should mention it. He's telling us uh, the story with Rabban Gamliel that they use this leheter. Of course, they should bring it. A goy gathered uh, uh, grass for his animal to eat. A Jew could eat afterwards. A Jew's animal could eat afterwards. Meaning, the Afghan situation where you could see it wasn't meant for the Jew. But if the goy brought the grass for you for the Jew's animal, then you can't let the the goy's uh, the Jew's animal eat afterwards. And along the lines, uh, the Rosh is posek that if uh, if uh, the the non-Jew would bring the food and put it in front of your animal, you don't have to stop your animal. You don't have to stop the goy. He brought water from Rosh Hashanah for his own animal. Israel could call afterwards. Israel Yisrael asur. What's that talking about? That's when the goy doesn't know the Israel. Because if you know who he is, if they know each other, then you know then the goy is not allowed to do that. And Rashid's explaining the Hava Amina right now that we're taught, we're thinking that the reason is because the goy knows the Israel and as if he's doing it for the Israel. So now the Gemara asks. Ini, is this true that the Nukhri who brought grass for his behemai can give Israel afterwards? The behemai Israel afterwards. Vehamar avuna, Amar bichanina, ma'amid adam behemto al gabe asad vim b'Shabbat. A person could put his animal on the grass on Shabbat, and so he could eat. And we're not, we're not worried that he, the animal is going to come bitolish. Avalo al gabe mukze b'Shabbat. But you can't put your animal on grass that is muktzeh. It means it was attached yesterday. Somehow it became detached, and now I guess other uh, now that makes it muktzeh since it wasn't prepared from yesterday. And the rabbis were gozer because you're going to come to pick it up with your hands and give it to your animal.
So now, if the, uh, we don't, know, so we have a problem with the whole case because how could you uh, feed your your uh, animal with the grass that the goy brought if he pulled it out on Shabbat? So the Gemara answers: We're talking about a case where you brought the cow to the grass, but you didn't. Uh, that's it. You stopped about a couple feet before, and the the cow went on its own to go eat it and I'm not where I'm nowhere near the grass therefore there's no hashash I'm going to touch it and give it to her Amar more let's go to the back to the Brayta I don't know who the goy is asur because I'm it's and we understood it was as if I was he's doing melacha for me so now if that's the case how did uh, Rabban Gamliel go down from the ramp uh, because he was with him on the boat or as the Ritva says, he was an Adam Hashub, and everyone knew who he was. Amar Shelo Befanav It was Rabban Gamliel was maybe still downstairs. He wasn't there. People didn't think he was doing it for the Rabbi. Rabbi Tema Befanav. You can even say Rabban Gamliel was the first one online. Near Lehad, near You're making one ramp the same way one candle helps everybody, even if it's a hundred people. One ramp. If the guy himself wants to come down with that one ramp, he's not making ten ramps. He's making one ramp if he wants to get off, and everyone else goes off with him. Metive. Now, so we're asking on on Rabbah from the following brayta. Amalein Rabban Gamel Hoilfeshe Lo Befanenu Asa Onerebo. Since he did it not in front of us, we'll go down. Now, why, why is it, what does that have to do with anything? Uh, we, I thought we said near the hard near the mea. So Rabbah would answer, Emma Ho'il ve'asad o'neredbo. We're just going to take away that Ho'il ve'shelo befanenu. We're going to take that away. Since he did, the, since he already did it, he did it, then we're going to go down. Tashema. Ir she'israel ve'nochrim darin betocha. You have a city with Jewish people and goyim living inside of it. Ve'hayita ba'merhatsa merhatsa be'shabbat. And you had a bathhouse working on Shabbat. If most of the city are going mutalir hotzba miyad, you're allowed to take a shower right after Moshe Shabbat. We're not worried he's going to warm up the water. If im rov Israel, but if mostly Jews in the city yamtin hamuhamin, we should wait Moshe Shabbat the amount of time it takes to heat up uh, the the bathhouse. Now lechora, this is a problem with Abaye and Rabbah. Why? According to Rabbah, near lehad near lemeah. Same thing, if he wants to warm up the bathhouse for a Jew or for a Goy, it doesn't make a difference. And even according to Abaye, which you, you have to be Matir, because Abaye said the reason to be Osir was, you were still in Shul when this guy is warming up the pool. And still, you're coming to be Osir, what's the reason? So the Gemara answers, when they warm up the water, they're warming it up for the majority of the people who are going to come. So if Motzei Shabbat, you have a thousand Jews coming in, they're doing it for the thousand Jews that are coming, they're not doing it for the three goyim that they have in the pool right now. And now, according to Abaye, it should be Mutar because it wasn't in his face. And according to Rabah, it should even be Mutar if he was there. Why? Because since there's three goyim there, you have to warm it up for them too. Tashema, Ner Haddaluk. You have a candle that is lit by a goy on Shabbat, Bimsiba, there's a lot of people there. Imrov Nochrim Mutalishtemesh Leora. If mostly are goyim, you're allowed to use the light. Imrov Israel Asur. If majority is Israel Asur. Mehtzal Mehtza Asur. 50 50. It's Asur. And it sounds like it's like Abaye, which is 
even if it's 50-50, it's still Asur. According to Rava, if there's, even if there's one going, it should be okay. But it, over here, it's sounding, if it's 50, it sounds like 50-50. It's still Asur. It sounds like Abaye. The Gemara answers, it's not a problem, according to Rava. Hatam nami ki madleke, adata deruba madleke. That city, whenever they were lighting the fire for the bathhouse, they were lighting aldat uh, the rabim. And if it's mostly Jewish, then they're lighting it for sale, and that's why it's asur. And Rashi goes a step further and explains that this is the problem when it's 50-50, is we're not sure, and we can't just let you do whatever you want when we're not sure. Now the Gemara says a story, Shmuel iklale be'abin, Toran. Uh, he, uh, Shmuel went to the house of Avin in a place called Toran. Shmuel turned his uh, face. He didn't want to enjoy from this uh, fire. And Tosfot sounds, it sounds like at least half of them were uh, Goyim. And we're not sure what exactly the case was. And all of a sudden, he saw, either he saw this guy bringing a contract and reading the contract. I understood that I was Amar Adatad and Afshehudadik. He's lighting it for himself. And he turned around back facing the candle. And Tosafot explains that that whole heter of Ner Lehad Ner is only when it's Vadai for he's doing it for himself. The guy is doing it for himself. Then, uh, like making the ramp Tafka for himself, like turning on the light Tafka for himself, then you could use it. So now we're up to the 17th perek, perek kol kelim, one of the most famous perakim in Masechet Shabbat. It's going to be talking about Tilchot of Muktzeh. Now, the reason for Muktzeh, really none. We really don't understand. There's the Rambam's Shita, which is, we don't want you to touch things the way you touch it on whole. And the Ravad said you might come to carry on Shabbat. So we, we, and there's a lot of different Shitot and different understanding why we Muktzeh. Now, there's four different types of muktzeh. We'll get to it in a second, just if you have time today. Just to make things easy, look at the beginning of the Mishnah Berurah's introduction uh, on, uh, I think, Siman Shin Hayat, where it talks about Elchot uh, Muktzeh. It will tell you different types of muktzeh and where it branches out to. It's a beautiful, beautiful introduction. So now there's four different types of uh, muktzeh, just uh, before, it's uh, sort of an introduction before the spirit. Number one is muktzeh mehamat hisaron kis. Um, if anyone touches my brit milah knife or my shahita knife, I will break their hands because it's very important. I need it for my business. Number two is muktzeh mehamat kufo, means something it's not a keli, um, a rock, uh, for example, a piece of wood. Uh, no one's eating it, no one's touching it, and, and uh, so it's muktzeh for that sense. Then there's klishim lachto leisur, the remote control, the phone, the computer, and anything that you use for something asur. Then there's basis ledavar ha'asur, something that, uh, something mu- uh, which is asur is placed on it, or it was placed on it entire ben now, there's four different types of teal tool, picking something up and moving it. Number one is picking something up for what you are allowed to use it for. I'm allowed to picking up a hammer that crushes walnuts. To pick, I want to use it to pick up and crush walnuts. That's number one. Then there's letzorech gufo, which is taking something uh, like a rock and I want to break a walnut with it. I want to do something mutar with it, but this is uh, a rock could be nothing and a rock could be something. Number three, the phone is on my chair where I like to sit Shabbat. I want to move the phone. 
And number four is I want to save it. I want to move it from the uh, from the sun to the shade, from the rainy part to the not rainy part, and so on. And Ba'ikaron, that's what our parak is going to deal with. Kola kelim nitalin b'shabbat. Any keli can be carried on Shabbat. And the door. So if we have a closet, you could take the door and you could carry it with the keli. Tosfot's not so happy with the word kol uh, hakelim, but uh, you could look over there. And we're talking about something that uh, you hide things in. So th- that's why we're allowed to use it. It's not uh, something that's out of, uh, it's not a broken closet. It's something that I use. It's mutar. Even if it's broken, the, the doors came off on Shabbat, I'm allowed to carry the door on its own. Why? They're not, uh, they're not like the door of the house, which is because they're not meant for breaking. Here, they, you know, they come off. So therefore, if it came off on Shabbat, it's okay. It's not mukze. Notel Adam Kunas, a person can take a big hammer, to smash uh, walnuts. Kardom, I'm allowed to take an axe. I want to cut uh, dry figs. And I want to take a, a saw to, I guess, to, to cut through cheese. That's hard. Magrefa, some sort of spade. Uh, some metal. I guess it looks like it looks like a shovel. Maybe it's a little bit wider than, and you uh, empty out the, the oven from all the ashes over there. And ligrof ba etagorogirot, and I want to just uh, pick up all the dates from the barrel that you know, that I spread out over there that are not together. Etarahat, a big shovel. Veetamalgez, a big pitchfork. Latet alav lekatan to give katan food. Etakosh. Uh, I guess some sort of weaving needle. Ve'eta karkar. It's a big I, wooden uh, weaving needle, but it's made from wood. And you want to use it for, like, let's say, to, to use it for fruits or something like that. Mahachel yad litol bo etakots. And I want to use a sewing needle to take out a splinter. Veshel sakaim. And even a bigger uh, needle. Liftoh botdel. To use it as a pick uh, for the lock. If I lost my uh, my key, I want to be able to open the, the key. So I use that. All that's mutar. Meaning as long as I'm doing something with it, it, it looks like it's mutar. Now our Gemara starts, We went back to the Mishnah, that you could pick up any keli with their door, even though it came off. And the Gemara understands that, in, that even though the, the door broke off on Shabbat, Shabbat, you're allowed to carry. And for sure, even on Chol, you're allowed to. So now the Gemara asks, Adraba, Shabbat, Muchanin al on Shabbat, they were, you know, when the Shabbat started, everything was okay. Everything was, it was intact. Then it, I had da'at to use it. If it broke off from Chol, I didn't have da'at to use it. So it's not mukhan. It's not prepared. It wasn't designated for any use. Amar hachi kamar. Let me explain to our Mishnah. He's adding that word hall. All the kelim can be carried on Shabbat with their doors, even though they were knocked off in hall, or, or, or if they were taken off with Shabbat. Either way, nitalin be Shabbat, and koshiken if they came off on Shabbat. Meaning that afalp is going on the nitparku part of things, and it's not going on the Shabbat. 
So meaning they could either we be they could either way be carried on Shabbat, whether it came off on hall or whether it came off on Shabbat. Now Tan Rabanan, Delet Shel Shida Bishel Teva Bishel Migdal. Uh, a door of diff of a closet of different uh, size, right? There are different types of furniture. Notlin avalom hazirin. You could detach them, but you can't put them back. Veshelul sheltane golin. But if the doors for the, the chicken coop, lo notlin velom hazirin. You can't t- take it off and can't put it back on. Bishlama shelul sheltane golin. I understand the chicken coop. Why the kasavar kevadim haberei bara since it's connected to the ground. Yes, binyan bakarka. There's a building when it comes to something that's connected to the karka to the ground. Yes, tira bakarka. There's destroying something that's connected to the ground. Ela shel shel shida v'shel teva v'shel migdal. When it comes to the these different types of uh, closets, Maika savar. What's he hold? You tell me that you're allowed to uh, put it back. You're allowed to take it apart, but you're not allowed to put it back. Why? Ika savar yes binyan bekelim. If you hold, there's binyan kelim. Yes, there are bekelim. Then you now then there's then there's this onion of of breaking down a keli, and now you shouldn't be taking it down. Ve and stira bekelim. If you hold that, there's no breaking something down by kelim. There is no concept of setira of breaking something down when it comes to a piece of furniture. And binyan bekelim. There's no binyan kelim, and you should uh, you, there's no reason that you can't put it back together. Amar Abaye, Leolam Kasavar, Yesh Binyan Bekirim, Veyesh Tira Bekirim. No, there is this concept of uh, building and destructing when it comes to Kirim, and therefore the door of Shidateva Megdal, you can't take it off on Shabbat, Veshenitluka Amar. And when he said uh, when he said that uh, they were taking off, what he really meant is they broke off in itself, then you can't put it back on on Shabbat. That's the way Rashi explains it, Tosfor explains it, the Brayta says, when it, what does that mean, Shenitlu? If they were taken off, you're allowed to touch them, you're allowed to pick them up after they fell off uh, by themselves. So Nitalin doesn't mean uh, picking up, fixing it, it really just means picking it up. And it seems to be the Jitva agrees with the Tosfor uh, in this situation. So now let's go back to the Gemara, Amar Le Rava tells Abaya, I have two problems with over here. Number one, Hada the Nitalin Katane. It says Nitalin, that uh, you're allowed to pick it up. It doesn't say Shinitelu. Ve'od, according to you, where you're allowed to, that if uh, they were taken off by themselves, you know how to put it back. What does that mean, Aval Lomahazirin? It doesn't make, the language doesn't make sense because then, according to you, it sounds like this. That uh, all the kelim that if their door fell off, you know how to t- put it back. Uh, however, you can't put it back. That doesn't make sense. And again, Tosafot has his shita that uh, originally we were talking about uh, just touching them, and now you got into the whole uh, anyan of uh, binyan. Meaning there are two different anyanim. We went from muktzeh to uh, binyan stiran kelim. That's how he understands the question. But either way. The language doesn't make sense. kasava. You have to explain a different way. Kasavar en binyan bekelim ve'en stira bekelim. You have to say that Artana holds there's no concept of building or destroying when it comes to kelim. Therefore, you're allowed to pick up the door, and and l'chora you're allowed to even put it back. But however, ugzera shemeitaka, you might put it a little bit too hard, and it might get stuck, and then you have an issue of. 
מכה בפטיש, אם הם מפנישים אוף המלאכה. Now the Gemara continues, Notel, Adam, Kornas, a person can take a hammer to, uh, even to, although it's a big hammer, to crack walnuts. Amar of Yehuda, Kornas, Shelegozin, we're talking about a hammer of, uh, uh, that belongs to walnuts. Why? Because you want to break open walnuts. That's the reason it's melacha. But for a blacksmith's hammer, no, you can't use it for walnuts. And the Gemara explains why did Rav Yehuda say so? The Kasavar, the Vashem, Lachto, the Isur, Afil, the Tzorech, Gufo, Asur. Rav Yehuda felt that if it's something that's a Isur, this is something that the only reason we use this Melchaz for something Asur, you can't, even if you want to pick it up for its own self, it's still Asur. And as she adds, in Kol Shekin, that you can't move it if you need the, the place. So now Rabbah tells Rav Yehuda, According to Yosef, the, the shovel, the, the pitchfork, you want to give it, you want to give food, you want to use it to give food to the katan. People use a pitchfork to feed a child uh, his food. That's a, that's a little bit out there. Ela you have to explain the Mishnah like this that a person can take a kornashalapahin nefatsiabozin. You could use a blacksmith's hammer to open up walnuts. Why? Kasaba holds something that has a melacha. The, the purpose of its melacha is for it is for something that's asur. You're allowed to use it uh, for something that's mutar. And that will start us off into the next Sogya. We'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.